0: Thanks for tuning in to the Lakeland Sports Guys with Chris and Tom. He's Chris Cox. I'm Tom Carroll coming to you from Howard's on Main and Uptown Greenwood where today's special is the uh, cheeseburger wrap special. You can get the cheeseburger for that matter, along with the fries uh, and your choice of drink to go along with it. And they get special every single day, so bring the crowd, bring your family, bring your friends uh, wherever, Monday through Friday. Come on in, and Howard and his staff will set you up right.
1: And don't forget to top it all with a minute cheese. You can try that eventually. You know a pin a Pimento
0: cheese, you like like but You know, it, i am being so. from where I am, I'm having, i have have a hard time getting into the palmetto cheese. Oh my god. It's, it's kinda of like peanuts and coke. I just can't do it. <laughs> That's what I hadn't done lately, man. Come on.
1: We're going to do that on the show one day. <laughs>
0: Let's see if we get to it. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got 96 looking for a new football coach. We've got a possibility, too. We usually don't do the, the the coaches' searches for football on Mondays because usually nothing happens. But last Wednesday, um, it was uh, well Pete Yannity, I should say, with uh, WSBA Channel 7 uh, found out that uh, Matthew Owens was going to end up leaving. He posted it on his uh, Twitter page and, and Facebook page on Thursday morning. That's where we got a hold of it. and Then, of course, uh, the Index Journal had it here on Monday, um, kind of explaining a little bit. Nobody's been able to get a hold of him except for maybe Pete uh, got a little bit of an explanation that there's a possibility that he may be pursuing other avenues as well as uh, taking some time out with family.
1: That's a tough loss for 96, if you think about it. now I know there's there's plenty of capable guys over there. You know who comes to mind when we talk about 96 there? Mike Doolittle.
0: You know, he's down in Jefferson. He's man. Jefferson. And he's an assistant, well, head assistant coach. And you there.
1: just wonder about a guy like that, you know, how Stan. I, it's amazing how I learned from Stan Spivey. But we talk about South Carolina retirement and Georgia retirement. How mm-hmm. it all plays in together. How, the possibility, of how many years that, that Coach Doolittle would need or still needs to get that retirement. It's a job he's very familiar with. It's a school he's very familiar with. Principal's probably different, but
0: does he um, come back for a third time? Though that's I, it.
1: It would be tough, home, but. It, a lot of times, you know, when we think about when when we're our age, I never thought about retirement and stuff when I was a kid. Trust mm-hmm. me, but you get closer to our age, and that thing, If, you can, years if you can swing uh, twenty five to two three thousand more dollars at the end of your career um, to do that, maybe now the question that I would that you would have for him is, would you be willing to leave Jefferson County mm-hmm. to come back to a a 2 A school in, in 96. That question I'm not 100% sure on, but I just – what impressed me so much about Matthew Owens was that touchdown club, his having to come in there and say, you know what, y'all got some really great players. And he's like, well, let me just go ahead and tell you right off the bat. Has issue with a couple of players and the best players you're talking about, I had to kick them off team this year. So I'm going to need your patience. And that's tough to do. When you're a disciplinarian and you have – disciplinary actions that you have to do with your team and you're a coach and you do do it and knowing that the crowd's not going to be happy, the parents are going to be happy and you still do it. I respect him for that. I do. Cause like you said, how many coaches would have just said, you know what? Um, come on out and play. I don't care if he missed practice. I don't care if he got caught cheating Uh, in school. So as far as as a coach and a man, he's a a really good football coach. And if he does want to pursue pursue something else, he's a great guy for it. So go get it, man.
0: See where he ends up. And then we heard rumors today that uh, uh, there's a coach up in the upstate that's possibly leaving to go to Lexington, and that is Dustin Curtis out of Dorman, who's been there one year, and all of a sudden now – He's got his dream job down there. We didn't. We even said that he was a candidate for it, but we didn't think he was going to take the job. Now there's rumors that he is.
1: Well, you hit it. I mean, like I said, I. You told me Pete Yanni's is the one making all these moves. I, there'll be a call made to him today, if I can get that number because <laughs> I want to talk to him because he listened to you because he said, for one, that's his alma mater. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. I didn't. Um, and that. I mean, we've seen it all around here in the Lakelands anyway. That's who usually comes back to take these jobs. That's a job, though, that if I was Coach Curtis, I'd say, listen, look what you did at AC Flora. You didn't go straight to Lexington, you know, whenever Coach uh, Hall left. Why didn't you go then? And then you better think of what you got going on. But I can tell you, and I joked about it with you, if he does leave – Coach Porter, I know will put his name in that hat for that job. But yeah, you know, we usually do the coaches on Thursday because usually the weekend nothing happens.
0: Nothing usually happens. A- and
1: the then today, like you said, today you got two. You got you got a Lakeland's for one. We had to talk about you know, Coach Owens. But um, you and I, as a matter of fact, you know, Coach Curtis and the staff he's built at Norman, and we got to play against them. and. Twice, actually, because we played A.C. Flora with his uh, top assistant running that team now. Mm-hmm. So we played Coach Curtis's team twice, pretty close to each other, as a matter of fact. And um, doing wonderful things there. And I don't know if a dream job would be, that'd be – that would be a question from Coach Liner. If you had a chance to get the Dorman job or come home to Greenwood, what would you have done?
0: He would have gone home to Greenwood. He
1: would have. Yeah. But I, and, and maybe that's what Coach Curtis is looking at. But I can promise you I feel like the money's better in, in Dorman, I would think. I mean, Grant, I mean, but like I said, Lexington's highest paid school district in the state, so we'll see.
0: With, yeah, but you also made mention of it that you're competing against Tom Knox and Dutch yeah, Fork. You've got, uh, you know, Chapin that's there. You've got batesburg Leesville that's close by. You've got Gilbert and White Knoll that are all in districts around you, pulling, you know, players to all those different schools. And they, I mean, that's, you, you're going to have to get it to where you can get the guys to stay and not, not leave.
1: Well, you're right. I mean, like I said, I didn't even think about Chapin when you were talking. About, I was talking about Tom Notts and then Ermo, and then there's there's Caroline right there. You're talking about Chapin. And so um, it's it's a team that's there on the rebuild also. So, I mean, maybe this is the perfect time to take the Lexington job if you're him. Maybe his wife's a doctor or something <laughs> that, that can come to Lexington Regional that she doesn't like her job and wherever, but.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll keep an eye on, of course on uh, thursday, thursday will we'll showroom. let you know and there should be some more hirings from what i understand as well between now and then um usually happens on tuesdays and wednesdays is when we see let's enjoying, make a bet so. right
1: now tom there will be another fight there'll be another person leave a job this week i'm not gonna say lakelands <laughs> but in state <laughs> i'm going ahead and saying it we will talk about another state job that's opened up somewhere and it just amazes me that it happens at this time of the year when you really got to focus on what you got coming in and you don't need. You to be, need to be hitting the weight you room. You don't right need to be hiring coaches this time of the year. So, maybe these athletic directors need to take a take a peek and say, you know what, if I got a guy that's on the borderline or on the fence, like a Curtis, just go ahead and call him. And say, no, 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 we're not doing this. You want two hundred thousand? I mean, you want fifty thousand more dollars? Come on, let's get it. I'm not letting you go to Lexington to get it. <laughs> I've already got you here.
0: Well, I'm anxious to find out who the candidates are going to be for that ninety-six job, and and what turns over. We may see a few from. Uh, uh, some of the uh, skis of schools or possibly even, uh, you know, some of the other 1A, 2A schools further down south. I that was might thinking, be this you way. know, we
1: did a press box at the Greenwood games. You know, we got a couple of those guys on the, on staff at Greenwood High School that are, are 96 people. So I, I don't want to lose any staff from liner staff mm-hmm. at, at Greenwood, but it's a possibility. Um, that's a job. And, I mean, if you're lakens Lakelands, if you grew up in the Lakelands, if you were up at 96 or you grew up at Greenwood, you know about those schools. You know about Greenwood. You know. You know what ninety six can build. Um, that stadium over there is phenomenal, just for what they can pack into it. Um, I mean, and it, you
0: know, you are going to get a good region. It's a great atmosphere as well. So
1: you know your region. You do, and and it's tough right now because there is a certain other team in that region that generally plays really, really good football, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they had the rings to prove it. But um, it's one that I wouldn't be. I can tell you right now, if I was from there or Lakeland's guy and the job was open and I really wanted to become a head coach, I wouldn't think secondly going behind Matt Owens as a coach because I know he did it the right way, and I know he left it where it needed to be. And that's what that means a whole lot about everything. Like, like I said, Coach Curtis, he don't know what he's going to get. Well, he will because he knows those guys down there. But, I mean, I don't remember who the coach at Lexington was. So it's it, there again. Uh, (laughs) It's just not the time of year you want to be having to hunt a a coach. And we saw it all
0: winter. Perry Woolbright.
1: Woolbright. That's it. Which I know that name, too. So, Okay.
0: So also want to make mention before we get into other high school action, uh, the Lakeland's baseball first pitch event got underway yesterday. Saluda took on where Shoals 96 took on Dixie in the nightcap. And then tonight uh, we get a fun one, 5 o'clock. Greenwood takes on Strom Thurmond. And you got Emerald, the Vikings, taking on the Panthers of Abbeville. that will be a 7.30 uh, pitch, first pitch, over at Dolney Stadium. So it's going to be over at Lander. Um, only seven innings, and these are scrimmages because starting this weekend is going to be for the real deal.
1: You know what, Tom, this weekend is going to be phenomenal weather-wise. Friday, Saturday is going to be incredible. I think, what, 83 degrees on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, So it shouldn't be too cold tonight. That should be nice. I caught some of Jim Steele and those at the Lawrence thing uh, Saturday morning, uh, or Friday and Saturday, I should say. They were up there doing those games, and um, they're trying to work the kinks out. Uh, with the new network, they're they're doing on YouTube and everything, and there are some bugs. I don't know if you got a chance to look at. You would be the technical guys, whereas I'm like, hey man, why is like so much static on one end and not the other? You wouldn't know the technical term for that. I mean, what Brian Key calls chirping, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> as usual, Jim says, appreciate you letting me know because <laughs> I, I could hear it on my end. And I mean, the the telecast was good with the camera and stuff, but the, just the audio was awful. And they're again, that's why they do the games. Um, that's why you're doing scrimmages as, as well as you do the games to get ready for it. Uh, it's preseason for them, too, uh, he and TJ. And uh, uh, Greenwood played pretty well. Um, like I said, Logitilla walk off. That's mm-hmm. solid.
0: Well, we got a chance to talk with some of the parents here after the podcast last week. And yeah, we and, and did. They are, I mean, the Green community is excited with what Greenwood has this year. So.
1: They should be, though, Tom. And like I said, it's just not Greenwood High School. I mean,. I think Matt Heights a phenomenal baseball guy. I mean, he's got the pedigree for it. I mean, the Lakelands is going to be loaded again. Abbey Bowl is going to be solid in baseball. They're solid in every sport they got. Ninety six is going to be good in baseball again this year. Um, who knows? McCormick, some of them Chiefs down there might be wanting to do something. Um, and like I said, we're we're lucky to be here. And what you talking about tonight? The starting tonight is huge.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and Greenwood, you need to step up to the plate and go to these games that are going to be, what, tonight and tomorrow?
0: Um, last night and tonight.
1: Okay, so. last night and tonight. So you missed it last night, which I did too, but it's all good.
0: We'll get it tonight. But Make 5 o'clock, up. Greenwood <laughs> takes on Strom Thurmond, and uh, then the nightcap will be Emerald and Abbeyville at 730. So. And don't we'll expect have.
1: Andrew Driver on the mound because I think he pitched a whole yeah. weekend for Greenwood. <laughs>
0: So I also want to say uh, congratulations to Seth Reynolds, uh, one of my former swimmers who is also a really, really good soccer player. Um, He does play soccer just as well as he swims, but his his passion has always been for soccer. He went ahead and signed his letter of intent uh, over at Emerald, or not Emerald, at uh, Erskine. Uh, from Emerald, so he's uh, one of the seniors on the Emerald soccer team, and uh, looking forward to you know another great spring for him in this regard. But um, going to be st- studying biology oh, wow. is what he said. So looking forward to that. Uh, but congrats! See, I know Mike and his wife are just ecstatic to have him up the road 20 minutes <laughs> instead of uh, you know somewhere another two three hours when they'd have to travel.
1: See, Tom Carroll, I could do just you know you know, you always tell me on Mondays I have nothing to talk about today. I I could interview you because you coach the kids. And- women you could tell me the wikipedia about this kid about his parents about <laughs> his his work pedigree in the pool on the soccer field see, well, I mean, we could cover unmatched it. I mean, so.
0: uh, is, is unmatched <laughs> he he is a hard worker that is for sure that's um, awesome congratulations yeah. but big news for him and glad to see that he's getting to uh, do what he loves at the next level to go along with it and he staying in
1: lakelands i mean yeah. he, you know he's going to urge him so, so get,
0: i'll get a chance to play and that's another thing is uh you know my assistant coach kendrick and i we we it, those that go on to the next level, we try to go to some of the games or some of the swim meets at the next level, you know, periodically each year. Um, and this one's going to be easy for each of us. <laughs> we get to see him a little more than we say uh, Dorotheana or, or Sarah Ellen or some of the others uh, who are a few hours away.
1: Yeah, Urshin's a fun place to watch yeah. a soccer match, I'm telling you. It's, it's a fun place.
0: And we're going to get into their baseball as well because yeah. I, I actually stopped in Baseball game last week, it was packed. It was absolutely packed. So uh, we'll get into that. But um, sticking with high school here, Emerald High School Wrestling, they have uh, Malachi Conway. He went ahead and he advanced to the uh, 3A State Championship Tournament, which is being held in Anderson. We'll get into details there. Greenwood High has five. You have uh, Bryce Seaborn at the 152 class, uh, Elijah Wade at the 170 Carson Howell at the 182. Dax Seaborn at the 195 weight uh, class. And then at the 220, Owen Sargent, who uh, is just a beast um, now at the wrestling side. Uh, a senior there, so congrats to him. And then 96 had a record 11 athletes that qualified for the 2A um, state championship as well. Frank Taylor at the 160. Chico Mason at the 220. You got Jarius uh Calhoun at the 285, uh, Hunter Simmons at or 126, at 132 weight class is Bryant Witherspoon, P.J. Rushton at the 170 weight class, at the 106 is Riley Rushton, uh, Ryan Jones at the 138, uh, Jones Dove at the 120 weight class, at the 152, class you have Caden Payne and then Max McGee at the 195. So uh, looking at that that's uh sixty seventeen athletes that we know of as of right now they're going to be competing for the wrestling individual state championships. You
1: you said it was a record. Okay.
0: Record 11 athletes at 96, yeah. What
1: did what did that break? <laughs> what was the record to you? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's not going to be. <laughs> that's one of those that you're not going to worry about for a while. I don't think. Well, I shouldn't say that because that shows you right there. You've also got a really good coach in place. So who knows? He may have it next year. Um, and, and wrestling's one of those sports, man, where or that's coming into its own. Um, it's everywhere. I friend of mine up in Gaffney, her son and daughter both wrestle, um, and that was another one. I had a funny conversation with her. I was like, "Well, what weight class is your daughter?" I I'm not trying to be out there because Tom Carroll wanted me to to do that one time. And I was like, I ain't asking no woman her weight. And she's like, smart guy. She said, my daughter probably flip you. I was like, well, she's got to be strong then. Anyway. But, yeah, wrestling's coming around. It's big. And it's going to be something that we'll, we're going to get. Like I said, we'll cover it now that you've got some guys in it.
0: We'll definitely be watching it now. Yeah, both uh, boys and girls. Uh, championship will take place Friday and Saturday. It'll be just up the road at Anderson to the Anderson Sports and Entertainment Center. Uh, um, Friday, tickets are $6, $8 on Saturday. Cash only. Don't bring a card with you. you got to have cash only. Um, and then as far as the the mat layout goes, when you walk in uh, for the semifinals of consolation rounds, the 5A, 1A, and 2A will be on the – Uh, left side, and then on the right side you'll have the 4A and the 3A uh, as you make your way, but they'll direct you to it uh, either way. Weigh-ins for the girls and the guys is at 8 o'clock on Friday, and then the wrestling begins at 10 a.m. with the 4A, um, and then the 1A will take place at at 1 o'clock. You'll have the 1A and the 2A. 11.30 will be the 3A, and 2.30 will be the 5A to go along with that, and then the quarterfinals will start – friday at 9 a.m and then they continue on from there have you been in that this anderson civic center i've been there but i haven't been there during a sporting event okay so i mean they have yeah, made some, been cross country they made mean, some
1: changes there and i'm gonna tell you the I, that dynamic that they made that building look is unbelievable if you if you read my, I rode by the other day. and I'm like, holy cow, because they, you know, that road cuts right beside it now, off Crumson Boulevard, and I'm like, oh man, I didn't realize it looked that good. But they've done a lot of work to that Anderson City Center to make it what it is now. They call it a, like like, hey, can they call it a convocation center just so it won't be a civic center? But <laughs> anyway, it's really nice, and you'll enjoy it. Um, like I said, they do a lot of stuff up that way. You got a lot of restaurants there when you go to it, so you can be able to eat um, and, and be taken care of. So.
0: And as far as the finals on Saturday, uh, championship finals start at 3.30. Girls finals will be on all four mats and then awards uh, every – uh, it looks like every two that are open from there, and then for the boys, they'll take place uh, about 30 minutes afterwards. You'll have the 1A, 2A on mats, uh, 1 4A will be on mat two, 5A on mat three, and 3A will be on mat four. And those awards are presented uh, after the 113 weight class is completed. So, looking forward to that. It's big.
1: I'm telling you, it's going to be a big event, and get out and enjoy it. Support support your local your wrestlers, and and enjoy yourself on a pretty day.
0: All right, well, let's get into basketball because the playoffs are underway with that, and it has just been chaotic uh, since last Wednesday. Things have just kind of crept up and continue to go. The Saluda girls, they took on a tough Keenan team, and they played them well in the first uh, quarter, but 92-47 being the final in this one. Jessica Means, they really did a number on her defensively, only 11 points, but Kaylin Nick stepped up to the plate. She had 17, and uh, Tyma Daniels also had 13 to go along with that. The big news out of this game was... Was uh, Meliza Willi- uh, Full oh, Willie? Yeah. She capped off her uh, final home game, uh, as you would say, kind of in style, I guess. Um, as she only needed 21 points for 3,000 points total in her career, and she got that by halftime with uh, a milestone in the th- well, not by halftime, but in the third quarter, with about five sixteen left in the third quarter, she had a deep three. F- to mark down her 3,000th point.
1: She's going to fit well in Columbia. Yeah. I will say that for Coach Don Staley. I mean, because I'm going to tell you, she's a lady among other ladies. But had she, play, had she had to play to get that longer to get those points, there's no telling how bad that score would have got because mm-hmm. she's that big of a player. I was expecting her to have 80 points in that game, to be honest with you, but she didn't, luckily she didn't need but 20-something. So. <laughs> or she would have got what she needed, so.
0: And then uh, on Saturday, the Greenwood Christian girls, they ended up advancing. They beat Northside Christian 43-37 in that one. And um, I had the roster with me, but I'll have to dig back through it. Uh, But congrats to them as they end up moving on. They'll be playing tonight. Um, Girls varsity basketball for the – Greenwood girls on Friday didn't go like they expected. Bluffton they ended up winning this one 60-37. Uh, so their season comes to the end after making the first round. But, hey, they made the first round.
1: Bluffton's one of those teams, Tom, that you're just starting out with, with their sports at Bluffton High School. and It's been around for a little while, but I'm, they, like I said, it starts with athletic director, and they're starting to build programs there to compete in state and that's who you're starting to play so funny thing we were talking about with the with the basketball girls and guys is it looks like our upper state's going to be kind of crazy and that's where you're going with the next one but uh, we could have an all midlands uh tournament
0: yeah this this it, it could it could be yeah
1: unfortunately <laughs> but there again I, that's part of them considering some of these teams up here upstate because they will make it but it the more than likely it's going to be columbia based teams
0: yeah, well, and you look at Saluda boys, they took on Keenan, um, who has always been a parent. How many times has Keenan won the state championship, a bunch. or at <laughs> least been in it uh, the last five to ten years at least? But. Um, You know, Wright had a little bit of trouble as far as uh, Zion Wright did as far as staying out of foul trouble. He had four fouls by halftime and really kind of took him out of his game and and what was going on. But they end up falling to uh, Keenan in this one. So uh, Keenan advances. They'll take on Columbia, who beat Landrum 57-53. But the other side um, is is all Midlands as well, as you had Eclair defeating uh, Greer Middle College from the upstate. Uh, Eau Claire also is the one that ended up knocking Strom Thurman out of the tournament. And then you have Abbeville, who fell to Gray Collegiate, 95-47 in that one. So you got Gray, Eau Claire, uh, Columbia, and Keaton from the upstate, which are all, you know, Midlands teams.
1: And Tommy talked to Benji, like you said, Thursday. And, I mean, um, I really thought that game would be a defensive game. Now, what was the score again? What did you tell me, 95
0: yeah, ninety six forty seven. Okay. Or no, that was I'm sorry, that was Keenan Saluda. Okay. Uh, the Abbeville game was yeah, 95-47.
1: And I expected a lot better defense from the Abbeville side and like I said, great year. I mean, how can you not say they had a great season starting as late as they did because of the football championship again? That throws you down a couple weeks when it comes to practice time to start your season and they still make you know, they still make it down and get beaten in the playoffs. That's solid to the basketball team.
0: I'm liking that a lot. Uh,
1: a lot to build on for next on year, let's just say that.
0: Yeah, McCormick got knocked out as well. They end up falling uh, to Denmark. Olar, who is a parental one hour, <laughs> 1A one power, sixty nine forty nine at the final in this one. Machine um, Durant had 17 points to lead both teams, uh, and I think it was Riley. Javon Riley ended up with 10 to go along with it.
1: Yeah, Ken's going to pick up some Lakeland's uh, hardware for that as well. Um, great season again. I mean, just to be dual sport athletes, he he probably plays baseball. Who knows? I, I see his see his mom and check it out and find out what's going on with him. But we, like I said, I'm I'm still working on that one. So don't, I'm still working on Durant and Mateo. So we're gonna see <laughs> if we we'll can get pull a two for in. one deal. So it's as quick as I can get it done because, like I said, uh, he'll be he'll be making that commitment pretty soon.
0: So we'll see where ends And He maybe end up going to Benedict College if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Benedict that's what it looks like, so.
1: and like I said, that's not. I mean, if it had been Benedict from. Two or three years ago, I'd say, no. but you see what they've done down there yeah, as far as stadium well. and coaches and everything else. So,
0: Well, the Calhoun Falls boys basketball team ended up defeating North rather easily 71-67 the final in this one. Um, you had Daquan Lewis uh, at 22 points to lead the Flashes. Also, Jamari Norman had 17, and Trey Sutton ended up with 16 as far as the scoring goes. So they're going to move on, and it looks like they're going to end up taking on Christchurch, and they'll have to go to Christchurch for this one.
1: There we go. <laughs> uh, that's our – now, as far as guys go, that's our only Lakeland team left.
0: That'll be the only one left will okay. be uh, so, for So, like guys. I
1: said, if, we're, if you're Lakeland's man, you need to get out and support this team. I, if you got to go to Christchurch, go. I mean, that's
0: what you got left. Let's go support. And see what where we end up from there. Uh, as it continues on. All right, Uh, all of a sudden everything just froze up. I love it when that happens. It's Monday, man. (laughs) I also want to make mention uh, there are some other upstate teams that are going to be uh, making their way into the – Semis, I guess you would say. Ren and Daniel will face off against each other uh, coming up tonight. Also, you'll have Clinton traveling to Traveler's Rest. Or excuse me, the other way around. Clinton's going to be the home team. Traveler's Rest will be coming to them. So. I
1: had forgot about Clinton. My bad. Yeah, I forgot about Clinton. So They're Clinton, still
0: there. Clinton, uh, yeah, and they defeated Southside uh, on Saturday. That was a 64-56 win for them. Before that, we told you they beat Broom on Thursday. That was 79-51 the final. Handily, so, rather yeah, handily, as we so say. wasn't too bad in that regard. As far as the foray, and I always want to look at, and see, you know, if Greenwood had have made it, where would they be right now? Well, Greenville and Catawba Ridge will be fighting it out for the uh, uh, upper state along with Wade Hampton and Lancaster um, that are there. So, you have a 2 and a 3 versus a 1 and a 5. Let me tell you about – Gatamba Catawba Ridge is the one that knocked off – down at the nest.
1: He helped me out with that one, but anyway, that's where I was going with this. All of my like, all of my CSR buddies, that were talking about how great North Augusta team is. Let's talk about them next year because they're done. So let's just leave it at that. But they had a great, they had a great season. I mean, but like, 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 who said, you know, when you when you got a guy like Coach Greg said, when you got a guy that transfers over from, that, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got to have chemi- uh, chemistry when you got a basketball team, and you can't bring a kid in because he's a star player for another team that won a state, and then expect it to happen to yours. I mean, you got to have camaraderie and chemistry, and and that one man team just wasn't enough this time.
0: And so, they were behind from the get go uh, in the process.
1: Casaba Ridge. Uh, I had a friend tell me that went to that game that that they brought a ton with them. And they actually got them in the game because, you know, I told you, if we go down there and they don't let us in, I'm calling the fire marshal. <laughs> if it's only going to let in all the people and evidently that happened because that place was packed. It was a zoo if you saw it. Mm-hmm. So I tried to find it on, on the little thing too, but don't, just quit trying to look for those games.
0: Yeah. So. And Region A was represented well with Greenwood and Berea, if – They end up falling in the first round, but they made it in and made the games competitive. And then you had Westside, who uh, defeated Aiken, went on to play Wade Hampton and almost won that one that came down to the fourth quarter, and Wade Hampton just kind of pulled away. But Greenville, uh, it seems to be the real deal. They've got that team chemistry you're talking about. They defeated South Aiken 71-44 to start off last week. Uh, Then on Saturday, 64-58, the final to advance to take on Catawba Ridge. And this is going to be a game in Greenville that this will be fun.
1: And like I said, they're going to show up in Greenville. I can promise you, because if they went all the way from from uh, Catawba Ridge to go all the way down to North Augusta, they're going to to the nest. They're going to pull up Greenville Red Raider Stadium too. So that's one they should play like it. Um, what is it, the Monticello Arena, or whatever? They that's, should. They should play it there. Open it up. But they're they're solid. Both teams are very solid. Both offenses play well. Both both score the ball well. Um, it's not neither team are really defensive teams. So we expect though, what about an eighty to. Yeah. 70 games.
0: And I, and I take that back. It's not at Greenville, but it is at Greenville because it's going to be uh, – the upper state semis are at Bob Jones okay. University. Yeah. Lower state are down in Florence. And, of course, uh, we all know that USC Aiken is going to have the uh, uh, Convocation Center. Convocation Center, Center, yeah. Is where the finals going to end up that's,
1: I'm going to tell you, that's pretty good news for – I mean, for um, Catawba is not had to play at Greenville at their gym. That's, yeah.
0: But, you know – you're still traveling, too. It's and still going to be Greenville. Well, so don't get, get me there. wrong. <laughs> it's you know, just Porter a different. Might pass tickets
1: out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. they go along with it. All right. Um. So uh, we've got that. And I wanted to look also at, at the skis of girls because they're, I believe Greenwood Christian is still in it, uh, the girls-wise. They'll be taking on Orangeburg Prep. That'll be today. Um, matter of fact, they're just about to tip off. 3.30 is when they get underway uh, in that one. So we'll uh, try to keep track of that here over the next hour or so and, and get back to you on that as as best we can on our uh, Facebook and Twitter page. I know we got a lot of listeners are,
1: are wanting to know about that game, I can tell you.
0: So that'll be huge to go along uh, with what's going on down there. And then Cambridge also, they're going to be taking on W.W. Uh, King at Ben Lipton at 5 o'clock today. Awesome. So those are going to be the two Lakeland teams uh, from Skiza that are going to be uh, out and about. matter of fact, I posted their lunch. You did. <laughs> they looked like they were uh, eating well getting ready for that matchup.
1: That's awesome. I mean, because you think about it. Every time I think about Cambridge, I'm thinking about there's been a little bit of a... Uh, a leeway since we've had sports teams playing from there they brought the football back and then like I said when they brought the basketball back it's taking a little bit of time but uh, they're doing well and like I said Lakeland's you got to support this team and I'm sure they will even at Ben Limpin,
0: <laughs> I've never I've driven by it but I've never actually been in so I'm gonna I've never
1: to. driven by it but I know where it's at but I, mean, I don't <laughs> I've never been by it I just think that name's just kind of but if you think about Sweet Tea
0: I got you. All right, well, we are in Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood. We invite you to come on by. Happy hour begins here around 4 o'clock, and you can drop in as B-Rad will be here. He'll have, uh, last we checked, it was 32 degrees as far as the beer cooler went as of right now. So ice cold beer will be on tap as well. I
1: think we got a. I think someone might be filling in for B-Rad Day, so it might be colder beer. I don't know. It looks like Caroline's back there getting it ready. Um, Howard, we're going to play a game. You want to play a game real quick? First one to come in here until Howard on Thursday that Brownell needs to go at Clemson, he might give you a free meal. I'm just going to put that out there. He's just pointed he will give you a free meal. So the first one that comes in and says Brownell needs to go, boom, boom. Thank you, sir. I've got to eat crow on that because I've telling Howard for three or four years I love Brad Brown. I'm a Gamecock fan, but he's proven it to me. Uh, B-Rad proved it to me by him going all the games and them losing all the games. He's about as lucky as Clyde is with the Eagles running around. But uh, anyway, come on by get your free meal from Howard about Brown. But you got to tell him he's got to go. <laughs>
0: Well, and that has to do with losing to your third quad four team yep. over the weekend in Louisville game. We said this should win this easily. Um, 83-73 the final in this 13-point uh, loss um, at Clemson back on January the 11th as well. And, and you know, the Tigers have had their chances for school record 12th ACC wins. They just haven't been able to get it as well as their 20th win of the season to go along with that. And they're going to need – um, at least 22, maybe 23 wins to get this, and you've only got four games left.
1: Yeah, Boston College was a much-need. Miami was a much-need because they were at home. Um, what bothered me about this game is, I will say, is you know, Louisville's pretty much going through a coaching change at the moment. Uh, their coach just abruptly left middle of season and um, really solid recruiter, player, and everything. Uh, but you need this game, even a road game, and you played well. I mean, eighty three seventy three on the road at Louisville is solid. Um, I look at the minutes. I try to see who did what, and it comes down to that P.J. Hall guy again. He had a really big game. He had 28-8. and eight. Um, Hunter Tyson, 12-4. and four. I mean, Galloway is the guy that we said is the question mark because of his in- his health, basically. You know, he's been injured on and off eighteen points. I mean the other I mean uh the 100 kid fifteen and five. My man didn't step up to the plate and his name is I'm gonna I'm gonna let you look at it. Ian Scheplin. Is that his name? The kid that wears the yeah. the T shirt. Okay. they all wear T shirts, I know, but he wears the white T shirt under the orange jersey, which I think is cool. He's from Loganville, Georgia He's a sophomore. Let me let me hype him up real quick. But uh only two points and he had four quick fouls. So You're playing well enough to win games. All right, let me ask you. Last year, if you had gone to Louisville and you lose by 10, you'd be excited. Well, yeah. This year, unfortunately (laughs) – it's not I mean, you expect to win these games, and, Coach, I can't keep you up there long. I'll what tell you. I, this, this is
0: what I've noticed uh, in these games that they've ended up losing. And when you look at the rebounds versus rebounds of the other team, when they take on another good rebounding team is when they struggle. Now, Clemson shoots the ball. I mean, they are a dynamite sh- shooting team right now. They're just not a good rebounding team. And if you can't rebound on the defensive end and giving them second and third chances, you're not going to win a lot of games.
1: So, so what you're like? What you're telling me is like as, as you're you're seeing the team shoot very well. They're only offensive oriented right now. They're not it's, really want to play D. Or?
0: well, it's like last year they they played very well defensively, and they you know uh, you look at Amir and what he did, and 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 uh, they rebounded extremely well. They don't have that rebounder. I mean, look at the Duke game. Duke's kind of the opposite of that. They're very good rebounding, but poor shooting on the outside. Now, Clemson ended up winning that game, but it was tight. I'm just looking at
1: two players that I know they have, Trainer and Ellis. Uh, both of them scored double digits. Both of them had nine rebounds. Um, Ellis had 28 for the game, whereas Trainer has 16. Trainer's averaging 18 a game, and Ellis is averaging 16. So they kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Um, I was looking at three-point percentages. uh, Nine for 15 is pretty good for Ellis to have that many points. That's pretty solid as far as it goes. Uh, I was just looking at something else real quick. But, anyway, these are games you got to win. And, and, unfortunately, I mean, I like, I like I just said, I mean, I can't keep Brownell up there forever. But
0: well, they were out-rebounded 37 uh, to 26. Because we talked about Look it. at that number.
1: This is a year that if you're going to do anything at HCC, you got to do it this year. Shires at Duke. Herbert Davis is at North Carolina. um I mean, you got all of that going on. I mean, you got this is the year, and you saw the excitement from Raleigh yesterday when NC State call it. It wasn't an upset because they're a better team, but they beat North Carolina. They went crazy up there. In the dome, that, that actually solidified <laughs> what they need to have happen for them for it, come ACC tournament time. That's where. That's where. Don't get me wrong when I say this. Clemson can win the ACC. I'm telling you right now to your face, they got the talent to win it. It's just who they get matched up with in the tournament. They could could really hurt them. They get another FSU again,
0: and they should win it? Well, they're seeded fourth right now. But it hurts to play those four teams. games remaining. So you got Miami, um, Pittsburgh, and Miami-Pittsburgh. Who am I missing? Miami-Pittsburgh. Uh, I figured you had FSU, but I, I don't uh, know. I hadn't followed it that closely. And Clemson is fourth as of right now. NC State maybe, it's so you got then
1: Because, like I said, that was a big win for them yesterday. So but we'll I mean see. like I said, you still i mean, you didn't break your record for wins this
0: year, but it's been a solid year. Let's just say that well, you still so. have four and if you win three of these four, not counting the Virginia game, if you go up there, that's just added bread and butter uh to be and and that to me, that game's gonna be huge because. Virginia's coming back after two really tough games, in which they got to play Pitt and Miami, I, I think, in those. And so they got, they're got they going to be coming back, and they're going to be tired. And then they got to take on Clemson on top of that at home. So Clemson matches up well for that one. I think they also match up well um, uh, with the game coming up here against uh, – uh, it's not Boston College, who is it um, – NC State. Yeah, well, State's the next. other team. Yeah, so State's the other one. And it's going to be at NC State who just won, and now they've got to come back, and they'll be at home taking on the Tigers as well after that emotional game. So
1: Here's what I like here. You're talking about Virginia, which is the next game, right? In Virginia. Now, NC, State NC State is State next and then Virginia. And then Virginia. So you go to Virginia, to you, and that's fine, 21-4, Virginia, solid team. Let me tell you why you can win this game. Mike Bray just took Notre Dame to Charlottesville. And Mike Bray's leaving Notre Dame as well after the year he's retiring. And they lost by two on the road. And this is a 10 and 17 team in Notre Dame, and they lose 57 55. You can win these games, Tom. I'm telling you. Yes, you just you got to get your team up there to play it. Um, and I was trying to see who did what for who. And then, like I said, I don't. I don't get into it. I get oh well. You had three players in double digits for Virginia. They're a defensive basketball team. They always have been under the coach. Uh, great coach who coaches defense first, and that usually means they're going to score points. And like I said, fifty-seven, fifty-five over a Notre Dame team that may not even well, they'll be in the tournament, but they won't be anywhere else. They're ten, they're ten and fifteen. So. Or 10 and 17.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about the Gamecocks uh, as the Tigers will try to figure it out somehow, some way. We'll see what happens with Brad Bonnell. But don't forget about uh, Howard Corley's deal, also. Yeah, yeah. I uh, go along with that. But USC opened up their 82 73 win at LSU with uh, a kind of outside shooting that, uh, I mean,. Well, Pete Moranovich is is probably the best player I can think of. <laughs> Might have been in there, but uh G.G. Jackson nailed what three three pointers to start the game out, and they ended up leading nine nothing early on in the first minute and a half.
1: <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna let you edit something out because I want to get this said real quick. I keep hearing about what a great player he is, and he is a good player. That butt chewing, I, I-, I left it at butt you. Did he got from coach? Did it work?
0: I oh, think it worked. It worked. He got to start. He's playing.
1: He, his minutes are up. He's productive. And, and like I said, he's doing what it is to win this team. And I think now we got to give the butt to, to Brown because he's getting in foul trouble still way too much. Still scored 16 points. But, you know, Josh Gray, you know, Michi Johnson. What about Michi Johnson getting called to the carpet? Um, they both scored 20 points. And Michi had eight rebounds. Um, but, it, you know, I really like to see the minutes. GG 32, and he'd been down around that 10-minute – I mean, the 10-minute mark in minutes yeah. because of his mouth. And um, I, I, here's, You talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Now, you and Howard worry about Clemson being Jekyll and Hyde. This is Jekyll and Hyde to me. The, the thought that they would have been an Ole Miss team last week and then to come up against a – well, a road game in LSU that's 12-15 and – uh, we're 10 and 17, so we're right there together. We should be competitive with them. And, I mean, that's just a great great outing for the Gamecocks. I mean, like I said, Brown fouls out, but he gets he gets 16 points and four assists for a center is solid. Uh, Josh Gray, who is now stands five his favorite guy, and he only had two points. And maybe these two guys, you throw under the bus and see if they don't pick it up. Uh, Jacoby Wright, who is a freshman, on this basketball team, 18 points, two rebounds uh, to pick up the pace at, at, at another guard spot. So, And five of nine shooting for a freshman is solid. Mm-hmm. You shoot 50% of the basketball game, you're doing well, especially as a freshman. So, <laughs> yeah, B-Rad's working hard today, I see.
0: He's really working hard.
1: <laughs> <As> Caroline's like, <laughs> who is B-Rad? <laughs> so, Caroline must be your bartender, so don't, you know, bring it on in. She's a chafing girl, but she, she'll serve you good.
0: Again, Grax also played without Chico uh, Charter Jr. and Cooper Ford Jr. Both of them were out due to injury in the process, allowing the freshmen and some others to start as well.
1: And You know what? This is one of those things, Tom, that you don't know what totally is going on with that team down there. It could be something totally even different than what we're talking about. We may have a couple of players that just same thing as Gigi. They're young. They're they're. Coming in, they're they're thinking they're the world, and and you got to take disciplinary action against them. And I, Coach Ferris, I appreciate what you're doing. And like I said, we're 10 and 17, but we're doing it the right way, and I respect what he's doing.
0: All right, well, Stan Spivey would uh, not agree with us if we did not mention that the Lady Gamecocks, <laughs> uh, despite the fact that they went into overtime, end up with another victory, 64-57, the OT win at the Pavilion in Oxford. Uh, Zion Cook, kind of the difference maker in all of this. She had 24 points um, you know, and played well defensively. I mean, they put her on the Rebels' number one uh, th- scoring threat, that being Angel Baker, and she stepped up to the plate.
1: 43 minutes, Tom Carroll. Yeah. I could play 43 minutes in this game. And <laughs> hey, let's give her something else. Let me give her something else. 8 out eight, eight of out 18 shooting, which is a little under 50%, but that's okay because she was the one taking the long bombs. Um, I, I go to look because I want to see how many minutes that Boston had. I think – no, we're okay. She had thirty-four minutes, but she had thirteen points, uh, and so she got a double-double. She had thirteen and twelve. Cordozas is the one I'm looking for, and I don't see what I'm looking for with her coming off the bench, thirty-six minutes, and like I said, she had eight and eleven points, or eight rebounds and eleven rebounds and eight points. So that's the one we look to see who did what. Watkins is the kid that came off the bench and played well. You know, that's the one that can slam it. They call it a dunk if you want to. Um, and 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 Latisha is another one that had a pretty good game, so. Uh, but like I said, the minutes are being dispersed pretty well. Cordozia thirty six and uh, and Boston thirty four. So you're getting your big girls in to play with each other, getting ready for SEC. And I'm telling you, you and I both have said we thought it would be a route in the SEC tournament. These guys are coming. I sent you the interview that of the Ole Miss coach. Right. She was literally in tears because they have nobody coming to the games at Oxford, and their girls are playing their tails off and getting no, no, no love at all. I mean, she was in tears. I sent it to you, and I'm like, wow, the passion that she's got. And all she said to to her to the media was, "I want Oxford to become Columbia, South Carolina, and and represent us the way that they represent Coach Staley." All I'd say is don't go to a men's game. But um, that shows you the passion that's still in the SEC. Uh, you're going to have that team. Ole Miss is going to be a team that's going to probably give us a, a, a play in the tournament. We know Kim Mulkey at LSU is going to be one of those teams that's going to – got a lot to prove in the tournament. If they get a shot with Carolina again, they've got to play better against us in this game. And if we play like we did in Ole Miss game, LSU can sneak up and give us that loss. And and I always talk to Stan about it since he brings up the game costs. Do you want to lose right now, or do you want to lose in the tournament?
0: Well, the ACC tur- or the SEC tournament, or the NCAA tournament. Well, you don't, want to, you don't want to lose. NCAA. You don't want that one. So, I don't. The chance of going undefeated, the pressure gets yep. greater and greater as you go.
1: I so. think the scare. I, he would have been devastated with a loss to old Miss, but I mean, there on their home current campus, and I mean, um, you don't want to lose at all. I mean, you want to win your games. Um, but I, I just I, – I got, got to lose one now. And I don't know what's next for the game, Cos. I didn't look it up to see who we play no, next. We got Tennessee next. Well, there you go. Uh, from, to, from Knoxville. All so. right, there you go. That's your game. If you're Dawn, you say, look, I'm going – All right, Elena Boston, we're going, you're going to get your minutes. Cordozo. you're going to get your minutes. I cook, rebuild. All these ladies are going to play significant minutes in this game because we got to have every one of you. And, and all Dawn's doing, I'm telling you, she's working her way up to the tournament, and if this is a loss, this is the one you want. You lose that one game, and then you're going in, and all the girls, their feelings have been hurt. We didn't run the table and all this other stuff. So, um, that's a solid go out and get it. and Yeah, I'd just say Carolina loses to Tennessee, so Stan's not going to be happy, but anyway. (laughs) We'll see. I'd rather lose that one in the tournament.
0: All right. Um, moving over a little closer to home here in the Lakelands, we'll go up to due west. Uh, the women's <laughs> lacrosse team up there, they started their season out with a big win, 22-8 to over Truett McConnell uh, in this one um, to start the season off. So they moved to 1-0 and uh, here early on. uh, Kersena, he- uh Heath? Led the way. She uh, had six goals, including three in the open period uh, of play. The junior um, from New Zealand, she also forced a f- the fleet throughout the match, adding two assists uh, to the team effort as well. So she was the player of the game in this one. Uh, Erskine basically outshot McConnell 41-20, to and they won the turnover battle 16-10. to all right, which one of us first is going
1: to learn lacrosse?
0: <laughs> We're going to have to. I've gone to a couple of the the Lander lacrosse um, games. Though, and, uh, like, it's like that, fun.
1: Lander, rugby, I mean, women's rugby, lacrosse. I mean, lacrosse has taken over. I told you, like Beaufort, they play lacrosse more than they do uh, football down there. Of course, they just want to stay in football. But lacrosse is something I guess we got to pick up and learn. But how is it that Lander and Due West can go to New Zealand to get a girl to play lacrosse? That's, that's telling you something right there. <laughs> Because every so Lander like, goes to Europe to that's what I'm saying. Play
0: soccer players.
1: So it's it's almost like when when the tennis coach and the soccer coach were at, at Lander when they had it then, they they brought Brazil and they went everywhere else to get these players. I'm like, if you're a Clemson or a South Carolina, how do you let this happen? You going to get number one player in Brazil. I mean in in uh, New Zealand to come to west? Come on, guys. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, moving over to baseball for the flying fleet. They ended up getting rained out on Friday uh, up there in Bristol, Tennessee. However, they ended up playing a double hitter on Saturday. They win the first game 5-3. to three. They lose the second game 5-7. to seven. So now they stand at 8-3 and three overall, 1-1 one one in conference play. Um, so they're uh, you know at 500 as far as conference play goes. But then uh, they're getting ready uh you know, for a matchup here uh, tomorrow against Lincoln Memorial University. And then they got uh, a three game set with Belmont Abbey, who is one of the top teams in 2A that they're going to be taking on. And that'll be up at Due West. And let me tell you, that place will be packed. It will. And
1: like I said, th- that's I'm telling you, the reason I think they designed Lander and Due West to urge him to play each other that first series is for this reason to get both teams ready for that big schedule coming in. And they starting right off the bat with one of the top teams in there. And Belmont, I mean, you talking about the pitching staff, they're solid.
0: <laughs> I always enjoy going uh, and watching the Erskine play, particularly up there, because um, the stands are built into the hill. It is. Uh, more or less, and you kind of got that backdrop with it all is. the trees behind you, and now they got the field back there behind as well. But um, it's, it's just a great place to go and watch a game. And the breeze is is blowing uh, from out of the west usually, so it, it – it, Kind of mm, northwestern, I guess you would say, during the yep. springtime. So a lot of balls going the long way.
1: I uh, I had a chance to play up there in my Greenwood days playing baseball, but that that feels uh, it's unique, Tom, for that reason. And uh, and at the time I was an outfielder, so it's just as fun to judge a fly ball going to the fence as it is playing infield. But um, you're right, that's a great. I love the way they did it. Like I said, I love the way they put the 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 Stadium seats in there the way they did with the stadium and how it sits behind the hills and you don't really get a lot of wind there but out there in the field by the fence you get a lot of breeze. I mean it's blowing, it'll blow your cap off. <laughs> it's blowing so hard.
0: So uh, we'll look forward to that. As far as Ben's basketball up there, they are done at Erskine. Um, uh, and they well. didn't do it else. I would have heard. From yeah, you, so. they did not. Uh, End up losing uh, uh, every single game this year. So they got a lot to to rebuild on coming into uh, next year to go along with that.
1: I just, I like I said, I feel bad as I let Erskine down because I didn't really look to see if this is a young basketball team. Um, I know we, I know that uh, coach has been there. This is his what second year or is this his first year? Second year, I okay. Second so third. he's got a lot to build on. I mean, it's it's all about the get, getting the recruits and and like I said, we just hope he does well and and they and Erskine stays with him as a coach because just because you go zero and thirty or whatever in basketball doesn't mean it's time to replace somebody. You can't go out every day and replace a a ball player. I mean, excuse me, a coach. Um, Just gotta get on him and and, you know, give him a little grief and see if he can do better next year. And if he don't do it next year then I can't like I said, coach, I can't stand behind you all day. (laughs) So we'll see.
0: And then over here uh, at Lander, the men's basketball team, uh, it continues another great season uh, as they continue on here. The Bearcats, they battled Georgia Southwestern 115-105. Triple overtime is what it took. And then 34 points uh, coming off the bench, um, going to uh, Jacob Cooper in this one. 87, 34 of 87 points he ended up with. His last three
1: games have been phenomenal. And then when I saw that score, I was like, wait. And then I thought about it, oh, yeah, this is a running basketball team. So, that's a huge win. But like, like I always tell you every week, man, it gets some stronger and better and more confidence going into the Peachville. And I'm telling you, if you're in Augusta, if you're a black girl, if you're in North Georgia, look out. It's coming. I'm telling you, <laughs> and this uh, is the
0: last week of regular
1: season. I mean, Omar well. is, I'm telling you, and what I want to see, Omar, coach, coach, excuse me, Omar, you got only one. Call him Omar. Uh, what I want to see, Coach, is I want you to let them boys loose and let let them all, let them run at the corrals up there, let them run that place silly and see if you can't win games like that.
0: You got the endurance on that team. Let them go and have fun. Well, you can see the Bearcats in action coming up Wednesday night uh, at Young or no at Hair. Um, finish horn Arena Coach Rina, Coach against horn. young Harris and then they go on the road to Flagler on Saturday to conclude that regular season.
1: That's a game, you know, there's young Harris again trying to come in and play spoiler, but uh that's a game. Like I said, come out and support it. The horn will hold that many people. Let's get in there and, you know, let's let's keep it going. I mean I they scored what, one 111? Let's get 170 in here. Let's go, Coach. I know you're not going to do it, but anyway. I was let's I get was, up to the
0: 120. I was stunned
1: yeah. by that score. But you know why that was there? I mean, they kept Trip scoring, too. You can't break off the gas if the other team's right there. we just scoring one. So, uh, let's put another 100 on the board.
0: And then wrestling-wise, uh, it just continues to go <laughs> on with the Lander Loonies out there cheering on this team. Uh, Lander Bearcats wrestling number one in the Super Region. Two polls that are out there. They're ranked number two right now in the uh, NWCA. And Lander's only, what, two points behind Central Oklahoma? Wow. James Joplin, uh, Elijah <laughs> Lusk. you got Seth Brower, um, David Hunsberger, Logan Hall, Anthony um, – one homes, uh, all of them nationally ranked as well. So. Well, it's the real deal. I'm telling
1: you, seems in there every week. Caroline, are you a loony? Are you a Lander loony? Yeah. Okay, she is. So I mean, <laughs> she knows what we're talking about when we say the Lander loonies for the wrestling team. So um, that's awful. And like I said, it, it, whatever it takes to get that spirit over there at Lander going, I mean, you got to do it. I mean, look at the Cameron Courage is how they started at Durham, and I mean, that's where it's going to be with the loonies here. And Caroline, you're a part of that. <laughs>
0: Starting the tradition.
1: So, well, Lander, not that you're a loony or anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's my position.
0: Lander Bearcats uh, end up winning the series this weekend against USC Buford uh, in the Peach Belt Conference. Uh, all three games, very, very close um, when you look at it. And uh, Cooper King, Tyler Bowden, they pitched the ninth inning for his first save. Um, I mean, it, it just – they finally found a way – Towards the end, actually find a way to put runs on because they're they're really good. When I've watched the games that I've watched you know one innings th- one through seven, they're really good, but they struggle to close it out the last two innings. That's,
1: that's what you know I'm talking about. The past couple of years have been me and what I what I was interested in that game is because you know I know about them Sand Sharks from Buford. They have a pitcher that lost the first game that. They were talking about they didn't know if he would lose a, a conference game at all this year, and he loses up here. Mm-hmm. So, that tells you right then, I think the bats are going to roll, and like you said, that pitching staff has got to stay where it's at. I, I don't want to get in games when you're having to win, you know, 11-9. We don't want that. Let's get in there and just shut it all out, kind of like at our two respective mm-hmm. schools this past. We didn't play either team, but anyway. <laughs> Those were those were stupid scores up there. Well, Columbia, they don't
0: either team plays and doesn't play each other until we get into March mm-hmm. uh, when they play each other. I, and so. I,
1: but I mean, I didn't know the name of either team. I mean, I've heard of Beacon New York, but I don't know if that's where that team was that Clemson played. Yeah, that and I sure don't know about this Lowell UMass or whatever that <laughs> Carolina played. And all we are is down there chirping with our chest out in Columbia talking about we put twenty three runs on the board. Well, Who Wimmer had cares? what? Yeah. You know,
0: Five home runs. He's gonna be sick. Game?
1: Don't get me wrong. He's gonna be sick. But don't don't give it to me, man. That guy, that guy is sick as a hitter. Uh, of course, you still got you know Eisler's still there. Mm-hmm. Andrew Eisner's still there. Uh, Caroline's got loaded talent with the bats, but there again. You only one one arm two away from an injury that causes your pitching staff like the headaches that they give me every year anyway. So,
0: well, Jack Mahoney probably was the biggest surprise yeah. coming back yeah. from being injured after two years and able to still throw ninety five <laughs> miles an hour. Um, he was he was pumped after that first inning
1: and the chance to just go ahead and jump. Yeah. He, he had offers to go minor league baseball right now, and thank you, Jack, for coming back home, <laughs> uh, getting it done. And like I said, this is where I think. Did that coaching change at from Clemson to Columbia? I think that's where you're gonna you're gonna see it this year. Monty Lee is gonna do his job. Carolina to help coach it'll Houston, be a big
0: but. it'll be a big thing and then uh, with Clemson uh, the big thing that we've got out there is uh, coach Backish ends up getting his 400th win as a uh, head baseball coach as well so that was huge for them and for him to do it up there in Tiger Town's even bigger for us I'm
1: telling you right now I, I think that will be the biggest acquisition our acquisition as a coach uh, that you see in college baseball in the next five years let's say that's a big hire Clumps to pull the trigger and get a guy like that to come down here. Just probably tired of snows this time of year, and they got it.
0: <laughs> well, this team's usually the one coming down, and
1: they so. are. You're right, Michigan State, and they. I mean, they play a little bit of everywhere, and I mean, him to be in the south, and it's going to be 70 degrees on Thursday. Going to have a baseball game. He's got to be licking his chops on that. And he's he's the kind of coach who can get you that next step forward, kind of like Jack Leggett. I'm not going to put any pressure on him. Jack like
0: Leggett was in the box this yep. weekend. He
1: was. Like. Well, they shared ties because he's from Maine, and this guy's <laughs> from Michigan. So, uh, And I think that's key there too, Tom, because what it does is he had to have a problem bringing the celebrity coach from Clemson baseball back in there. He brings it in to help support that team, whether it helps him or not. He, he's not one of these guys like, oh, he's not coming back up here. He used to be a star, a legendary coach at Clemson. I don't want him up here. And he brings them in and so says, sit right there, buddy. How you doing? Come on. <laughs> and, and the fans love it. They love Jack Leggett, and they should, like Coach Wilhelm, like mm-hmm. Coach Reigns at Carolina. I mean, I'll never forget that series when those when they play, when you always had Coach Raines at Carolina, Coach Wilhelm. Those are legends. And, and, and Leggett certainly paid his dues, and he earned that right to sit up there and, and be beside that coach. I mean, and if you're lucky, back at your end, his career right there, too. I think he's that good of a coach. I told you last year. For some reason, Big Ten basketball, I mean, baseball is all I could watch during some of the tournaments because SEC or ACC never put nothing on. Big Ten put the baseball on. I got to watch this guy, and he can coach. He knows the game. He <laughs> may be as good as Ray Tanner, he and I'm be. saying something.
0: That is. All right. It's uh, going to be fun to watch. Uh, coming up on Thursday, we're going to try to get Coach Monson here as well. I haven't heard back yep. from him as yet, but we'll see if uh, we can talk wrestling. Uh, maybe 96 as well. We'll see uh, if we can get some of those coaches in and talk about the individual wrestling championship opportunities. Yeah, we're going to we try to
1: get some cats up in here. Coach Scruggs <laughs> will be in next
0: week, I hope. Continue
1: yep. prayers, brother, with your chemo that you got going this week. And I'll be looking forward to talking to you Monday or Thursday next week, man.
0: I want to say thanks also to Howard Corley and his staff here at Howard's on Main. They always treat us right. Uh, lots of great food to go along with all of that. So come on check them out. Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood.
1: And don't forget, come see Howard. Brown has got to go is your, your key phrase for a free meal.
0: If you're the first one that does first it. First one to tell him. First man. one that does it. All right. He's Chris Cox. I'm Tom Carroll. We are the Lakeland Sports Guys. Have a great one. <laughs>